1: Paisanos! Welcome to Arcade Attack! I'm Rob and around this table with me are Keith Woohoo! and Adrian.
2: Oh, I'm still here.
1: But, no Dylan today. Yeah. But, just... you know what they say, whenever someone drops out, you gotta get an improvement. <laughs> and back for the first time in a long, long time, it's Kev. Hello! Yeah, last time you were on was
2: quite a long time ago. It was again. a very long time ago. Yeah, I think it was Master I mean, System memories or Game Boy memories. Yes, I think we drank quite a lot that night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we did. But Kes back... Oh my words! the amount of emails and tweets you've had saying, we want Kev back, we want Kev back. like, two, three? There wasn't any of it, (laughs) but we're picking him up, we're we're making him feel good. And actually, this is our chance, Rob, before you begin, to say anything bad against Dylan for once, can't we? We can let it all out for once.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it'll come through as we go through the show. Yeah, it'll come out. Yeah, unlike um, most of our speech, because we did a test and everything was very echoey, wasn't it? It was,
2: Yeah. On. We've gone old school, haven't we? This time, yeah.
1: So if you hear if creaking,
2: creaking chairs, it's just adding to the ambience, I guess. It. I mean, that's just middle aged. It? It's <laughs> yeah. not the chairs; it's the bones.
1: <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to be doing the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and this isn't actually the first—you know, long-time Market Attack listeners will know—not the first show we've done about a video game-inspired Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, Does anyone remember What the last one was Adrian you have your hand up I, I remember It Was it the first cartoon Made on video games Is that right No it wasn't oh. actually it oh. was, But it was Saturday Supercade Supercade The second cartoon Made about video games uh, Basically August 2019 If you want to look it up But the first cartoon Was Pac-Man Oh You don't want to cover that uh, No it's terrible It ran for <laughs> two years In 1982-83 Got, like, got two seasons, so moderately successful. Pac-Man Man, as a video game at the time, was huge. It used to run in combination with the Little Rascals and Richie Rich cartoons for the first season. And then the second year, Rubik the Amazing Cube, which was a show about a talking <laughs> Rubik's <laughs> Rubik Cube. It was the 80s cube. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, it was horrific. Like, how bad was it? Pac-Man has a hat and a family and his child is called Pac-Baby. They also have an evil enemy called Mesmeron. And in the second season, they introduced a superhero called Super Pack and a cool teenage character, the ultimate late-period hack job moves, in the first two episodes of the series. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, and no, Adrian, we're not ever going to cover it. <laughs> unless we get a little demand yeah, from our fans. Oh, yeah. We were Pac-Man. We yeah. covered everything else, gaming. Yeah.
2: Well, you Maybe, can do the yeah. research for that episode. Uh,
1: anyway, after that was Saturday Super Cade, which we covered, essentially... Seven different cartoons based on games like Pitfall, Donkey Kong, Frogger, and Space Ace. I say based, they were very loosely based, most of them mm. almost nothing to do with the source material. And they it's historically interesting but pretty much unwatchable. They Remind me again,
0: and obviously people can go back to that podcast, but Frogger, wasn't he was he either a news reporter or <laughs> yeah. an a secret agent? He was, a, was
1: he a he journalist I like... Frogger wasn't ace reporter for ace the Report. <laughs> News <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it was called. <laughs> and the worst out of all of them was um the one was it oh Cuba. That was it was a Cuba, Cuba cartoon yeah, yeah. and it was like set in the 50s and they were in a high school or something it was <laughs> terrible um but there were a couple between that and uh, the show we're covering today Dragon's Lair we kind of covered this briefly we in did. Dragon's Lair episode we did where ran for one season 1984-85 uh it's quite weak But not terrible And at least it actually Does try to link to the game Which I think
2: But we, you plus. said that The animation in the game Is much more is A lot much more much superior better, Than yeah. the actual cartoon Is that fair?
1: That is fair But they only had to do About 10 minutes animation in the, Throughout the entire game And this mm. was like I guess 15 episodes yeah. Maybe more
2: Don't believe I wasn't involved Was he, I think, was he? or was he? Uh,
1: I think he got paid for it I don't know if he was Directly involved Fair enough And then after that um, Something was actually Really good Uh, Pole Position Oh I love Pole Position Me too Uh, We'd have covered this But it only lasted 13 episodes And has almost nothing to do with the game Oh so short But yeah I used
0: to love that Pole Position
1: I was going (laughs) to Actually have it written down here One of the all time best cartoon theme tunes Um, Which we'll kind of expand on that a little bit later on But uh, do you remember what that cartoon was about Keith? It was about So there was two different cars There was a red one and a blue one I can't
0: remember their names and was it a brother and sister? And they were secret agents, weren't they? Or
1: Very good. Uh, they weren't secret agents, but they were brother and sister stunt drivers stunt who drivers. also solved crimes. And of course. And they were in sports cars that can talk like Kit and Knight Rider. Yeah. This had nothing to do with the Milky Way advert, right? The red car and the blue car. No. No. But the red
0: car and the blue car did have a race. Oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> uh,
1: it was, yeah, it was uh, made by um, the American arm of a French animated studio called... DIC Audiovisual, or as we would all know, Deke. Deke, yeah. Uh, whose biggest hit, Inspector Gadget, had come out the year before. Yeah. Having said that, it did become a bit of a cult show. and is one of the all-time great cartoon intros, as we were saying. Yeah. Uh, feel free to watch it if you're listening right now and pause the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, awesome theme tune. Back in the day, like uh, I say back in the day, like 15 years ago, uh, everyone around the table will know this. I used to do a weekly email mail-out back in the early days of YouTube, yeah. called Sunday Cinema. And uh, what actually did was did the kind of all-time 20 best cartoon theme tunes of all time. And Pole Position was in the top 10. Oh. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely great. Uh, has a clear Japanese influence in the animation. And one of the cars, a 1965 Ford Mustang, is voiced by a member of the Temptations, the soul group oh, of wow. Temptations. <laughs> oh. That's
2: crazy. Wow.
1: It is cool. But anyway, that was 1984. Uh, Fast forward five years on, there hadn't really been a prominent show based on a game, as far as I'm aware, uh, for about five years, until September 1989, uh, September 4th to be precise, when this uh, show first came out. It was a co-production by two companies, one of which was Deke Entertainment Ah, mm. at this point, and Saban Entertainment. Uh, Deke was originally a French studio that moved over to the US in the early 80s. They'd evolved... uh, out of Deke Audiovisuel, which had done shows like Ulysses 31 and Mysterious Cities of Gold before they came over to America in 1983, uh, struck big with Inspector Gadget. Like many animation studios in the 80s, they did a lot of licensed stuff, like Pole Position being one of them, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, (laughs) Real Ghostbusters, but also stuff like Rainbow Bright and Care Bears, which people don't know those were actually licensed from other places. Mm -hmm. They were both based on characters created by greeting card companies. Do you imagine if you you're yeah. The person that made The green card i uh, <laughs> just draw these Nice cuddly bears And
2: you sell the rights For Well maybe not millions But
1: you imagine Yeah I mean I hope Whoever did that I mean, They must have got Like big residuals You would have thought so Yeah uh, Also just uh, The occasional um, Kind of original show Like one of them being Mask <sighs> I love Mask and
0: Oh <clears> Ticking <throat> my nostalgia Bone today
1: And In the, fu- <laughs> like in the future and By the future I mean like the 90s Captain Planet and The Hurricanes, the terrible football oh, yeah. themed. I that. Yeah, yeah. And they also adapted the Odd Foreign Show for Western audiences, like Jason the Real Warriors. Another sure yeah, fa- one, one of my favorites. You just mentioned of my favorites. Oh, I it. Which Absolutely. I think I it was Saturday. French.
0: That was They used to
2: drive on those big um, big, uh, big, plants. big,
0: plants. So the good guys yeah. had, like, basically construction vehicles, and <laughs> the bad guys, yeah, plants that turned into
1: oh, yeah. yeah. animals. What about that? And in the 90s. <laughs> Sailor Moon, the incredibly That's huge Japanese still, anime yeah. thing, yeah. Sailor Moon. Uh, but in general, they partner with whoever owned the property they were licensing. Like, get staff writers on the job, and then license out the animation as cheaply as they could. Like, did they it kind of the company name is DIC, but people used to call them "Do It Cheap." <laughs> uh, they hated unions. Uh, were like, and they actually ended up moving all their animation to, first to Japan, and then later on to Korea or Taiwan toward the end of the eighties in order to cut costs. Mm. Yeah. Which uh, will come up a bit like as we get into the episode. Uh, Saban, on the other hand, is really American. Mm. Their biggest hits would come later on in the 90s. First, when they signed a deal with Marvel and did the X Men cartoon. Which is
2: one of the best cartoons yeah. based, based on the comic book, Absolutely right? Classic.
1: At that point, probably the best. And then, oh, actually, no, I think Batman may have come out. Maybe even earlier, or maybe around the same time. Yeah, around the same time. But yeah, first two seasons of X Men, yeah. get out of here, yes. so good. And then when it imported a popular Japanese <laughs> show and dubbed it into English, the show being Power Rangers. Correct. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Power Rangers, unimaginably huge. Yeah. A yeah. Really big. Hit I, for we them. were
2: just a little bit too old for that, I think. We were kind of, yeah, I we think, we, like, it was yeah. big. Like, oh, it, the thing yeah. that surprises me is it's still going today. Man, you know, it's still like yeah. it
1: yeah. today. Yeah, no. aren't they redoing it? They're doing like a kind of reboot version. Not sure that well, they, 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 it, yeah. I,
0: I can only speak from experience because my little boy was so madly into it. It was like every year, they obviously used the Japanese program, was it called Super Sentai or something? Um, and there's like a different theme, so you'd have like Power Rangers Samurai, um, Power Rangers Dino Charge, mm. so uh, it would be themed yeah, in a different way pops. each year. So, yeah, yeah. whole new range of toys each year. Um, and then the program to go But yeah I think it's I think it's still going
1: uh, Anyway at this point Saban's programming Was mainly either Foreign shows they'd import And we Such as Get ready to be nostalgic For this one on. Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea No That was like And Maya the Bee Maybe it was a South African thing oh, I don't know that one uh, If you're talking like Best ever cartoon theme tunes The end theme Of Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea The Menudo version is I think the best cartoon like theme. I've never heard Even of better that. than the end theme of the raccoons. Oh, yeah, I like the I like that. Yeah. Theme. No, you wouldn't have heard of this because it's super obscure, but you can find it on YouTube. The okay. sound quality is awful, but you can make it out. Anyway, moving on. The, it was either like imported stuff that they dubbed or co-productions with Deke. Like Alpha the Animated Series. <gasps>
2: Yes, so much forget those as well. <laughs>
1: in park form, <Vaughan. laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Alf. Alf was so stupid, not it? <laughs> it stupid. The new Archies, mm. which sounds terrible. I uh, haven't heard of it, but it sounds terrible. And um, the Karate Kid cartoon, huh? Never
0: heard again, of it. Al- again, didn't know it existed. No. no, me neither. <laughs> Sweep the list Has anyone watched this? Rob, have you watched this?
1: I haven't watched either of those, but I'm sure you can hunt them out on YouTube if people are interested. Uh, Interestingly, despite them having collaborated on programming for about five years before this, Deke actually sued Sabin around this time, because Sabin had bought the distribution rights to Deke's foreign shows in 1986 and sold them on to an ex-Deke executive who'd gone independent. They ended up settling in court, like out of court in 1991, but at this point, obviously, still collaborating. Like I don't know if they actually did anything after this as a collaboration, though. Oh. Um, anyway, like, uh, the website The Ringer did a long-form feature on this show, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and Andy Hayward, who headed up Deke at that point, told him that Nintendo wanted to make Super Mario a cartoon, uh, and, and as a result, had met up with him in the late 80s with that intention. Although, a contemporary article in USA Today quotes him as saying he'd spent a year trying to convince Nintendo to license the Mario characters to the studio. So, you know, who knows? It could have gone either way. Hmm. The important thing is they um, arranged to actually do the show as uh, co-production. Um, the intro theme to the show is wrapped. We were watching a bit of this <laughs> beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think actually not that embarrassing, considering. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, if you it could it's not that embarrassing, it probably doesn't really. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I actually thought it was written or, and or performed by some low-level rapper, but Wikipedia reckons... Um, the two main actors in the show actually performed it themselves and it was written by someone called Shuki Levy um, I'm guessing by your face none of you the know who that is well get ready for some nostalgia because Shuki Levy was one of the two main guys at Saban but also one of the most prolific and best cartoon themed songwriters of the era hmm. his many music credits include um, I'm kind of I don't know this for sure so I'm just going by what I can find online okay. co-writing the themes for Inspector Gadget it's a good film Inspector Gadget <laughs> <laughs> Mask oh, Mask man. Crusaders Wow yeah, that one. Oh, I love masks. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Anyone yeah. remember how that one went?
2: Well, um No
1: <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> Well, it's really memorable It's basically <laughs> yeah. like He-Man is I talking I like, I am Prince Adam of Eternia. remember that yeah. I can't I, I have actually... the power With the power of Yeah yeah, um <laughs> Yeah, and uh Heath Left and the Cadillac Cats, which probably none of you have seen, but no, I remember Heathcliff Heathcliff yeah. No one should Terrorize yes. the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, we, so. we, yeah. we know that
2: yeah, We know Heathcliff Don't, don't uh, doubt our Cartoon knowledge Did he used to wear a Beret
0: sometimes
1: Or, yeah. or did he no, In, that he was, in the credits That was not, well, not <laughs> Heathcliff That was the other That was the head Of the Catlack cats Oh okay And he okay. also had Like a girlfriend Who was like Twice his size <laughs> Anyway um, Beverly Hills Teens Which I Looks like a Terrible show But man The theme to that Is kick ass mm. Uh, also Attack of the Killer Oh yeah oh, oh, beautiful. That was great And of course Pole Position Yeah He also wrote music For um, I don't know if you Wrote the themes But he de- definitely Wrote music for Mysterious Cities of Gold Again like a legendary Theme mm-hmm. X-Men And Power Rangers
2: wow. It's all intertwined My friend Like a CV Yeah
1: um, Super Mario Brothers Super Show Is basically uh, Once It's basically like A cartoon But framed by Live action sketches where Mario and Luigi, like real life versions, welcome various guests to their Brooklyn abode, where hijinks ensue. Is what I've got. With Shenanigans are plenty. Yeah, I mean, we'll get on to the guests shortly. But uh, anyone know who played Mario and Luigi? I know Mario
0: was um, Lou Albano, wasn't he?
1: Correct, Lou Albano, who'd been a professional wrestler. Yep. he was actually tag team champion in the WWF. the? In the sixties. You gave an
2: extra W there, mate. <laughs>
1: Uh, basically, like the WWW was written was run by Vince McMahon's dad.
2: Worldwide
1: Wrestling, wrestling Federation. No, yeah, it was. How maybe many w, how many W's were there? Maybe Three. maybe worldwide
0: is, WW is worldwide, and then maybe wrestling. I think yeah. it could.
1: I think it actually may well have been, and then um, yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. it's more yeah. wide wrestling. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, then they I dropped, think you're right. I think it's worldwide wrestling. Federation. Yeah,
1: and then they dropped the wide yeah. and the W. But uh, he'd been tag team champion in the 60s uh, before evolving into a manager and taking the name Captain Lou Albano. Oh. He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Oh, He must he's be, been. yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone know what he was best known for at this point in time, late 80s? Well,
2: he's obviously retired from wrestling, yeah? Mm-hmm. So before he got this gig, he was scratching about drinking alcohol in an alley or something.
1: Hmm. Uh, he was actually... He was the dad in the Sydney Lopez video for "Girls Just Wanna Have Fun." Oh my god! I take it back. I
2: take it back. He he, he got there. At the peak of, all, of all.
1: literally one of the, the most famous music videos in yeah, the entire yes. decade. And then he was in the videos for "Time After Time," "She Bop," and "The Goonies Are Good Enough." Wait, Wait, so Lopez. Wow.
2: Anyone
1: wow. want to know who? Uh, anyone want to know what "She Bop" is about? No. I don't know if I can say it on air, but um, it's about the same thing as I touch Myself by The Divinals. Right, gotcha. If you get what I mean. He was also part of the Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling cartoon in the mid-80s, which Mm. was, as we said, a deep production. Luigi, on the other hand, was played by someone called Danny Wells. He was a jobbing actor who'd done movies, TV and voice acting. But this was his biggest role, Super mm. Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, getting everyone a peak. Everyone that plays Luigi never gets the big peak, <laughs> do they? Because
2: the guy, I can't remember the actor's name in the Mario Brothers movie, but he wasn't the big actor, was he? The guy that played Luigi, oh, Don Guizamo. Guizamo. Yeah,
1: he was in. He's pretty famous. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, he hadn't won an Oscar. But... <laughs> Are we passed yeah. like, him. He back
2: was back no Bob Robert, was, he? yeah. He's no Bob Oskins. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Mario and Luigi live in this big place in Brooklyn, and are plumbers and also inventors slash repairmen. So essentially, they get visited by various celebrities and celebrities, um, which I'll explain in a minute. Their guest in the first episode is Nicole Eggert. Yeah. Who uh, goes to hang out before she goes to a party? They end up accidentally spilling stuff on her continuously, <laughs> but it's okay because it turns out at the end she's going to a slob party.
2: Yeah, I've never heard of it. I did, so
1: look.
0: I did watch a couple of episodes in prep, and I <laughs> saw the first one. Obviously, <laughs> Keith. What is a slob party? Keith,
2: look, 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 I'm going to call up my mate Keith. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hi, it's Adrian here. Hi, I've, I've got, got a some... party. I've got a party next weekend. <laughs> now it's going to, It's a slob party. <laughs> are you up for it you've got to be slobbish messy you can't wash for a week are you in no okay I'm in Kev <laughs> are, are you up for my slob party uh, yep yep definitely
1: you got to spill <laughs> stuff I'm, on I'm your floor I'm all prepped already so. <laughs> yeah. yeah slob party oh man other guests include people like Magic Johnson Oh, Cindy Lauper as Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ernie Hudson all playing themselves. Rowdy Roddy Piper. So you know like Lou Albano and Sergeant Slaughter as we saw when we were watching the episode (laughs) before we went on.
2: So it's obvious that he got connection with his wrestling buddies let's be honest. Yeah. why not? Why
1: not? I mean in addition to actors like Danica McKellar aka Wendy from The Wonder Years playing characters or like impersonators playing celebrities there's an episode with someone playing Cher and she tell, she comes in and tells him to take care of a dog while she quote goes out to get some plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, I thought was hilarious too. Uh,
2: yeah. It sounds like it was quite quite funny and quite clever in a way then, you know, haven't I?
1: Yeah, I mean there's definitely an anarchic spirit at work, mm. I think. Um, like a typical plot line, plot line might be that Roddy... Roddy Piper has given him his bagpipes to fix but Mario doesn't know that so he uses the bagpipes to fix their vacuum cleaner (laughs) and they have to try and keep him in the dark while uh, (laughs) they try and sort it all out there's also an episode I think the last episode where a radio says that Lou Albano who's Mario's hero of course (laughs) uh, has gone missing so Cindy Lauper turns up and they conduct a worldwide search from their house but then when Mario's gone out t- to get pizza, coincidentally, Al- <laughs> Albana turns, turns up and says, up. He wasn't missing, he just went to get fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cindy Lauper was meant to meet him for lunch. She found a note saying he's gone for good. But oh. wanted But he was like, I only to. oh, I only like tore off half the page. It actually said I've gone for good fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, it happens to the best of us, to be fair. Oh, that is,
1: that <laughs> Who wants? I've, <laughs> I've gone for good.
2: Good, fried. not even the best. Good fried it's chicken. Good. <laughs> I've gone for good.
1: Anyway, um, like they the way that the kind of show would work was they'd have a show on every day of the week, like Monday to Friday. Wow. And uh, like the first four episodes Monday, Thursday, there'd be a Mario cartoon in the middle. Yeah. And the fifth... Well, we'll talk about what was on the fifth day uh, on the Friday later on.
2: Yeah.
1: But the Mario cartoon. I think the car, the concept of the Super Mario cartoon is that Mario and Luigi are working on a drain in Brooklyn and they get sucked down the pipes into Mushroom Land. Occupational hazard, clearly. Yeah. It comes um, with the territory. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, the... Because like, Mario and Luigi were actually voiced by the guys who play Mario and Luigi in the live-action version. Because mm. they were there anyway, so why not? <laughs> that's
2: consistency as well for the kids. But oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: So presumably, in the logic of this, it either takes place before or after the live-action events. Oh, And I don't really know which, because they definitely look a lot older in real life than they do in the cartoons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Far <laughs> taller as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they never actually mention the events in the live action stuff that's true but, but then again they aren't using a cartoon about it
2: so Rob can I ask mm. a question so the, the live action events will happen then the cartoon mm. starts are they linked in together no. so the two stories they never yeah, they that's never so mesh that's together that's what
0: I'm saying and then they'll play one cartoon then they'll go back to the live action thing and continue whatever the story was in that
2: oh, I think they missed a trick there do you think it would be clever if it, half it was live action a little bit like um, Roger Rabbit you know, I understand there's a cut off point, you know, live action, then cartoon, but that'd be quite clever, wouldn't it? If the story just continues. Yeah. Between. And they could pull that Rowdy Roddy Piper in a cartoon yeah. form.
1: He was in Rock and Wrestling as well. you yeah. Um Yeah. But no, I think they kind of took the concept from Pee Wee's Playhouse or Pee Wee's, uh, whatever the Pee Wee Herman cartoon was, right. which they would have like live action bits and they would have like a Pee Wee Herman mm. cartoon in the middle. You don't really get that. You don't really get the, this kind of show anymore, do you? Where there's, they mix the two things up? I don't think so. No, oh, I'm going
0: off the kids' stuff that I've watched as my boy was growing up. I'm
1: trying to think that of some examples,
2: but I can't really.
1: I mean, the thing is, with I can get what you're kind of saying. Mixing the um, there's a very good reason why that didn't happen, which I'll talk about when we get on to kind of the production details once we kind of describe all this. But anyway. Uh, in the cartoon They have to help uh, The princess Fight off what seem to be Dozens of varieties Of King Cooper While also trying to Find a way home Like the show is a bit vague About this But I'm pretty sure It is the same Cooper Even though he seems to Be dressed completely Differently in every episode <laughs> There are also episodes Where he's like a vampire Or a huge cyborg Like robot
2: Well that Could happen
1: <laughs> but, like, He's No he's literally A vampire in one episode <laughs> And he turns to a bat and flies away. But then they never mention that in anything else. He's not a vampire anymore. Yeah. Also, is hanging out with him. He's a bit of a wise guy in this. He is which, he?
0: Yeah, it really made me laugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, which I quite liked. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, every episode starts with Mario making entry in his plumber's log. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Star Yeah, yeah. Every good plumber has a log, right? Can you imagine... Can you imagine trying to sell
2: that? On, I've written a log. I've got this really good profession. Uh, I think it'll make a big bestseller. People would love to hear about my yeah, it's just it's No offense to plumbers listening, but can you imagine? Today I unclogged the toilet. <laughs> no, to be fair, Mario would have a few tales. Actually, yeah.
1: Well, if you're in Mushroom Land and do all this exciting stuff, of course. Uh, yeah, the show initially starts off based on real life levels in Super Mario One and Two. Oh. But since there's a finite number of those, it starts going to weird spoof territory quite quickly. And by quite quickly, I mean Episode Three. <laughs> right. Which is called Butch Mario and the Luigi Kid. <laughs> uh but yeah it's uh there's a James Bond spoof, there's a Crocodile Dundee one where you have the oh it's awful. Like you have these kind of toad villagers who are speaking an Australian accent, but like an Australian accent basically means one of them just goes blah 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 Might <laughs> all the mites are doing this. Mite. It's <laughs> And there's,
0: uh, yeah. Well, even because I watched the first couple, and episode two was based on Sword in the Stone, wasn't it? Was it? Hmm. Oh, okay. There's like a gold plunger in, uh, <laughs> and he, he has Mario ends up having to pull it from the. Is it a gold bathtub? But yeah, and yeah. there's there's a little wizard guy, and yeah,
1: so he become King Arthur
2: basically. They are, they asked him to become king. So one episode was originally... They idea. asked him to
0: become king, but then he has to, that was it he has to get fit and healthy because he's the king. Um, so no more pasta or pizza or other Italian food. Um, and so he turns it
1: down. <laughs> See, that's such a hacky trope. I didn't even... It didn't even occur to me. It was based on a specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best episode, which I think also should have been the last one, is, that, is uh the is find their way back to Brooklyn. Oh. And, but they, they go there and they find out Cooper is already there and is taking over the entirety of Brooklyn because he hates the Mario Brothers so much he's replaced the Statue of Liberty with a statue of Cooper T oh, <laughs> just call it the Statue of Cooper I mean come on <laughs> and, and his he's grand like plan Cooper I love yeah. this his grand plan is he wants to blow up the Brooklyn Bridge with bombs rename the Borough of Brooklyn Cooplin oh. turn everyone in Brooklyn into bricks and, also, and then, once he's king, ban plumbers, pastor, <laughs> princesses, and Brooklyn accents. Oh, my
2: words. Well, could you imagine if you had trouble with your toilet, <laughs> though, or your sink? You'd be like, sorry, guys. You know, you've got bad plumbers. you just my put the bombs down there, right? Yeah.
1: The well, going by how this actually works, Cooper would just order one of his underlings to do it, and they'd mess it up, mm. because it's an 80s cartoon and yeah. underlings always mess everything up
2: look at look at um, He-Man for example Skeletor always had he had dodgy uh, helpers didn't he are did yeah they're, useless.
1: yeah they're all useless yeah um, so kind of before we actually talk about what each of us thought of this I say each of this because I'm pretty sure not everyone actually watched the show in preparation did they yeah
2: no I no I, do. no <laughs> Well, I've got. No, because I was. I, I was get, well, we'll talk about the other casting later, but that's the one I was really chomping at the bit to watch.
1: Chomping at the bit? Yeah, you yeah. do this every show! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but here is Behind the Scenes. Uh, the series director for the animated show was a guy called Dan Reaver, who was still relatively new to the directorial role, but who would go on to be one of the main directors for the DC animated universe, wow, okay. i.e., like Batman and Superman and Justice League. All absolutely top-notch shows, as well as Ben Ten. Oh, yeah. I like. I prefer Kevin Eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's a real character in this show, Is isn't it, really? it? Yeah, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, there's actually. I think it's a bad <laughs> guy, but uh, yeah, Kevin Eleven. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so there you go. Little Ben Ten fact there.
1: Cool. Yeah, um, yeah you have kids who write <laughs> Ace, so you know about Ben Ten. I no, would. <laughs> in terms of the writers, the exec producer, and two of the 4 core co-writers for the show came off a cartoon called C.O.P.S.
2: Ooh. As in the
1: acronym C.O.P.S. have um, seen that. Have you seen that? I've got a fit. Well,
2: obviously I obviously watched C.O.P.S. and Sky 1. You know, the actual... You remember, the, remember that?
1: Bad C.O.P.S., Bad C.O.P.S. Yeah. Yeah, the live-action show that,
2: <laughs> was um, that... The cartoon wasn't based on that, was it?
1: No, the cartoon show is like a, a futuristic sci-fi cop show. I say... I basically just looked up the intro thing, because I was okay. curious. Um, it looks to me like a bit like there's a children's cartoon where... The art star was based on Tom of Finland comics. If no if you're listening to this at home and are curious about looking up Tom of Finland on Google In Search, make sure your kids are out of the room. I cannot stress that enough. Like, you know, you won't be putting a list for looking this up, but you also don't want it you don't want your wife to find it in the search history. Oh Wow. <laughs> Keith is looking up As he's saying <laughs> uh, Most of them also Went on to do a lot of work On the first Captain Planet Like the first series Of Captain Planet And then on the original Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon Which we will not be covering Because it's unwatchable I think I can't stand it I don't like
2: it I made an error earlier His name's Kevin Levin Kevin. Uh, it's supposed to be like Kevin Levin The Kevin Levin
1: he looks uh, angry. He looks a bit
2: like Kev, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, anyway. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. I think the Mario Brothers cartoon is better than either. Probably better than either of those. But if you've seen those shows, you'll probably be able to guess at the level of writing involved in this. Uh, apparently, the animation process for the cartoon was insanely fast. According to the Ringer um, kind of feature, it required the team to produce four episodes of the animated show a week for 13 weeks. What? Four a week. Which is why the animation style is relatively simple and kind of like very 2D. They just had to get as many done as they possibly could. I don't think it looks horrible for the time though, considering like what it was up against. A lot of the kind of cartoons I think of that time have a roughly similar look. I mean, what, what do people think of the show in general, Keith? Do you know what? For me, it just brought back
0: a lot of memories because I do remember watching it at the time. Um, and I don't know. There was there was elements of it I really quite enjoyed, like the opening shot um, of the outside of their plumber's office. Yeah, it kind of reminded me it's their of house, the their house, basically their house. It kind of reminded me. Of, do you remember the the opening of Danger Mouse? Yes, like yeah, the art yeah. style of like London, yeah. and then you had the pillar box, mm. and it was kind of, it's kind of like that. And then you go inside, and it's a proper mm. it was, you know, it's like a proper built set. Um, I, I don't know. It's quite good fun. I think having re- a wrestler was like the perfect choice, and like we saw that clip of Sergeant Slaughter. I think they're perfect for that kind of like slapstick, completely unsubtle,
2: yeah, over the top comedy. acting. Over that's
0: not the being top. yeah, not yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually, wrestling never been over the top,
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I actually quite enjoyed the cartoon as well. I think the animation holds up pretty well. It's definitely more watchable than the Sonic one you mentioned. Um, but overall, I think it was all right. <laughs> you know it's very of its time but I enjoyed
1: it yeah I actually watched a few episodes in prep for this so I have relatively detailed notes on (laughs) on each episode (laughs) no not on each episode but um like I like actually like the live action bits and I would have preferred some of them to be longer although I thought the canned laughter was really obtrusive like Mm. it wasn't that funny but Mm. there was like canned laughter literally everything they did or said um Mm. the cartoon is a bit slapstick, and there are a lot of cliches and both the like um uh, yeah, both I think the animation and basically Mario and Luigi, but especially Mario, spent all their time banging on about Italian food and plumbing. Yes. Like Mario's <laughs> catchphrase in the cartoon is Pasta Power.
0: When he first said that, I was like, well, that's not in the games.
1: It sounds Pasta like. Power?
2: Scrappy,
1: scrappy do Yeah Scrappy do
2: yeah. Saying puppy power <laughs> Puppy power every, I, Yeah I thought You'd get
0: onto that It was like Every other sentence Mentioned Italian food Or plumbing Or plumbing And you know At one point In I think it might Have even been The first episode Mario says Oh I'd give anything For um, some pepperoni Cheesecake <clears throat> Which isn't even A real thing Ooh, as, long as, as, it, as long as it had Like that Italian food yeah. Reference in it Also, also, differs, also in
1: there. I'm quite sure Luigi, Who was like The warrior of the two He, he has a catchphrase that's like Leaping linguini." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Robin from the Batman series, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does, does, doesn't it? Oh, you mean the 60s. The is. 60s, back. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> or Fallout Point.
1: Fallout Boy.
0: Jiminy Jillicas. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Also, like, um, that kind of layout of Mushroom Land is quite confusing. Like, it's not exactly Adventure Time or the Macross Saga in terms of world building. <laughs> but, you know, then again, there probably wasn't a vast budget of work here. I mean, there wasn't. Like, they had to do everything incredibly quickly. Which is why I think a big reason no animation and live action kind of mix they just right. didn't it's, do it, it's di. It's It's deep, DIC do it cheap mm. you know they just yeah. were going to do something like that yeah. um, Cooper I already liked as a villain he's one of those 80s cartoon villains that's always going about their, his own evil plans <laughs> and spends all his time berating his underlings <laughs> yeah. and cursing the heroes yeah. and who loves alliteration
2: example like, please who doesn't
1: <laughs> You pathetic pesky plumbers like, It's more like It's more purple prose than that Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Yeah It's, it's like oh, You oh, You pathetic pipe pe- pests <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that It's um, I felt like the show Was kind of quite mediocre In terms of quality But That the acting had enough charm To pull it through uh, Both uh, the animation and Live action thing And that I loved the set They were working on Yeah it looked really kind of homemade. It did. Almost like a Michel Gondry kind of music video or film. Um you're all nodding like but you, no, you have no idea who no. He's like this French director. He um Yes, I know. No, no, no. He did like a bunch of really famous music videos in the nineties, uh human behavior for Björk, like um Live Keith Nice, yeah. I, I love, remember that
0: music video. Yeah, I think it's on the bed,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think he did the one for uh, Hardest Button the Button with the white stripes, so everything's like multiplying. Oh, yes. That's yes, a good video. Yeah. And, but he also did the films Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. uh, Be Kind, Rewind, nice. like a lot of, kind of like homemade sets, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it felt like that, like ready kind of. I did like that aspect of it. I yeah. thought, man, it was great. There's one episode where they have a huge dragon rat. And it looks like a full-on puppet, and like someone's shaking it about in the background. <laughs> it's like moving, it looks so cool. Um, mm. But yeah, I just felt I had bucket loads of charm yeah. in the acting, the look. And I yeah. also watched this when I was a kid, and I remember quite liking it. I didn't love it, but yeah. man, it was entertaining, I liked, yeah, it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Dude, Mario.
2: It didn't take Do itself the too the seriously, Mario. that's why. Is that fair? Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do the Mario, shake your hips from side to side <laughs> Yeah, that kind of thing And yeah, it was fun
0: yeah. so Is this the point then, it was decided that Mario and Luigi were from Brooklyn? Because this, this does, it predates the movie, doesn't it? So That's
1: actually a very good question, I think it may Because it was well never be. in
0: the games So yeah. someone just decided, this is how we're going to do it, it's for an American audience yeah, maybe. That's a very good
1: question, I think you may well be on something there Um, But yeah uh, It was on five days a week For uh, Well I mean we'll get on to that At the end But basically Monday to Thursday You have the Mario cartoon. Always missed it
2: it, Always missed Monday to Thursday Because I was gagging To the Friday cartoon.
1: But Monday to Thursday You also have a preview For the For like the main event Of the week On Friday (laughs) Drum roll! The Legend of Zelda Cartoon yes! which we have actually mentioned, we briefly referenced in past episodes without actually talking about in depth. Finally,
2: we've got to this point
1: because <laughs> Adrian—it ref- was the only piece of Zelda media that, apart from the CDI game, mm-hmm. that Adrian refused to engage with. I
2: wouldn't even talk about it.
1: <laughs> well, we'll um. talk about our thoughts on um like this show later on. There are only we only I think th- thirteen episodes ever made because uh, obviously I thought
2: I saw sixteen on, on for YouTube. Some.
1: I mean, there could be slightly more, but I th- yeah Maybe I you're you right.
2: Are. I can't remember, but yeah.
1: Um, there are only 13 on like, the kind of reference I kind of saw. Anyway, the main plot is that Link's done is exploring slash saving and is now settled in the kingdom of Hyrule, where, I mean, Adrian, you play the game, so you're probably more yeah. familiar with these references. Yeah. And I'm guessing, have either of you played the games? Keep on I've care. only played bits of a couple of them.
2: Yeah. So, and, and, game. To be fair, Kev's played Zelda quite recently as well.
1: Yeah in place of a Twilight Princess yeah. uh, anyway he's guarding the Triforce of Wisdom uh, and Ganon the antagonist of the Zelda series apparently yeah. has a Triforce of Power and is trying to get the other one he'll stop at nothing to get the other one uh, Link is for better or for worse pro- probably not too similar to the game version do you agree with that Adrian? oh my words there's yeah. nothing like him. <laughs> I mean he has an American accent he's sarcastic and <laughs> wisecracking and let's be honest he's a bit of a lad isn't he? Oh, good! In the opening part of the first episode, like this is actually the opening of the entire <laughs> kind of thing. He wakes up, stretches, goes up to the window of his castle, looks down, true. looks down, sees Zelda come over a room onto the balcony in the morning in like a ninety or something. So, true. like he's basically looking down a top, <laughs> and, and like, yeah. he yeah. wolf whistles and says, "Looking good, princess," <laughs> especially from this angle. Yeah, oh my it's God. true. It's true and then okay. when she storms off in a forget huff, everything you thought you knew about Link then when she storms off in a huff he says oops I guess I offended her royal prissiness <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> moving on to the, uh, the other characters oh. Zelda's a bit more kick ass than she was in the games at this point Like, she's not afraid to get involved mm-hmm. in the action but also a total snob yes she looks down on Link as some kind of commoner even though he saves a life in almost every episode <laughs> True uh, Link I think it's fair to say Can handle himself in this He has a sword That can shoot Like violet coloured beams Of people Ugh. And like If they're kind of Monsters It makes them disappear <laughs> to his face And Zelda Because everyone in Hyrule Could pretty much do some magic Except for Link <laughs> Zelda can create a bow and arrow out of, Or a boomerang <coughs> And they make any Like They also make The enemies disappear yeah. There's also a Sprite is this? It's oh. like a Tinkerbell-sized fairy. Is she in the game? No. Oh. <laughs> this is like torture for you.
2: <laughs> right, Sprite is not in. I, I double checked this because this was annoying me during the cartoon. Sprite is not in any of the video games. Mm-hmm. However, there are fairies, so technically Sprite could be a fairy. Okay. But you don't inter- oh, apart from um, Navi, possibly in Ocarina of Time. There's not many. You, you just basically you use you use fairies to get you back to life again. You can cook them in Breath of the Wild. Fairies are, you know, they're not characters necessarily. They're, they're big... They're very... What do I say? There's big fairy print um, goddesses and stuff it, it, intertwined, but not like Sprite.
1: Mm. Sprite is basically... <sighs> um, I mean, you've all seen Hook, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, she is like Julie Robertson Hook, but this is kind of predates Hook by three years. She's like, she like has, Tinkerbell. Yeah, she's like Tinkerbell. She has some similar and she's always trying to mack on Link, which I thought was hilarious, <sighs> and badmouth Zelda. Like, um, according to this Ring article, Zelda and Link's relationship was based on the one between Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd's characters in Moonlighting, which was a huge hit okay. in the late 80s. Mm, okay. uh, seeing there's a lot of give and take, um, Z- Link is always trying to kiss Zelda, but something always gets in the way.
2: Good. Am I allowed to talk, or are you going to finish first? Um, no, I'm
1: going <laughs> to... in a, minute, a to say. Uh, Ganon is... Like, the character of Ganon is clearly based on Mumm-Ra from Thundercats. Yeah. As in, they're both hideous, weird-skinned, evil wizards. Though Ganon is like a yellow pig-sash-anteater person with tusks. Do you know what I... I, I mean, uh, Adrian, you're gagging to talk, so... Keith or Kev have you actually seen the Zelda cartoon at all?
0: I only in one of the Mario Brothers episodes I watched there was like a preview it was like a teaser of it it was like a couple of minutes so I got I got the gist of it I heard his little catchphrase as well oh, I won't spot that oh, I, won't no. say I won't say it because I know that will come up but <coughs> yeah it did not look great um, the way he was voiced was very um, very typical of that period in terms of, like, cartoons with American characters. Yeah.
1: That is um, true. Do you know who his, in terms of voice, what he, who he actually reminds me of, was the American um, kid in Captain Planet with a fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't think it's voiced by the same person, because I did look it up, but almost identical, mm. like, American kind of cool, like, quote, cool yeah. voices. That's it. That period. Uh, Adrian, you
2: you look like you're champion <laughs> of the bits <laughs> Look, I'm quite precious when it comes to Zelda. Uh, yeah, it's my favorite, It's probably my favorite. It is my favorite game series of all time. Now I'd say uh, you release, if you release a new Zelda game, I'm going to buy it. I don't care what platform it's on. I, I bought a Switch just like a Breath of the Wild, basically. So watching this cartoon, which I binge watched today, thank you, Rob, with my son, uh, my son Tate who's eight, and we just watched probably about six or seven episodes. You um, told me
1: five earlier
2: on. Yeah, five or six. I can't... You do the numbers, but my point is...
1: I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. They
2: blur... <laughs> These episodes kind of blurred into one, so I don't know how many i watched. Um, number one, why does Link have brown hair? Okay, Link does not Link's have... Blonde, isn't he? He's blonde. He's blonde. He's blonde. He's blonde.
1: Uh, talking about hair, I can actually answer that. Like, oh, I, mean, I, can't I just official...
0: wanted to ask a question as well, but answer this. I one. can't
1: give you the official reason, but traditionally, in, especially in 80s cinema, you c- but just in general, you can't have a love interest and a hero with the same character, same kind of hair. It, it looks whoa. weird. Apart from maybe Princess Bride, like t- a- typically you'd have a dark haired hero and you'd have a blonde haired love interest and um, also antagonist. As in, like, every Tom Cruise film from that era.
2: Mm -hmm. Doesn't excuse it. I
0: was going to say, in the Mario cartoon, um, in the intro, Toad looks like Toad. But in the actual cartoon, his head slash hat um, is red with white spots. Right. Why? 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 What's
1: it usually? It's white. With white with red spots. How it should red be. Red with
0: white spots is how you imagine those kind of cartoony toadstools. Anyway, uh. but toad is the inverse. Okay. And yeah, He uses his his hat as a parachute, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's, that's when you stand. That's when you see that it's not actually part of his
2: head.
1: He when, when the bird mother thinks <laughs> she thinks yeah. like he's her he's her baby. Oh, dear. Like, I'm not your baby. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, that is how toad sounds, basically. Anyway, go on. Actually, you, you told
2: me you, you made notes. No, I made loads of notes. Um, Sprite, okay. Sprite annoys me. She's she's got, her hair changes colour as well. It's brown one minute, then ginger, then blonde. She's magic. Uh, that's what take. That's what my son said women, She's magic. Do, women dye their
0: hair
2: quite frequently. Uh, well, in between seconds, like zoom in and zoom out. Magic,
0: magic.
2: Uh, um, <laughs> Gannon. All right, look. Ganon annoys me, but I have to admit, the earlier Zelda games, Ganon was based around a sort of like a. It was like a wizard pig, kind of like a hog. So actually, fair enough, I let that slide. Um, <laughs> but I didn't. It really annoying voice, didn't he? Ganon is like, I'll get you, link. like, I get your link!
1: Is it really more annoying than Skeletals? It's definitely less uh, camp yeah, than Skeletals, right. although it is, it is quite. <laughs> it's less high voiced than camp than Skeletals, uh, which everyone forgets how, like until you watch it
0: back you do forget yeah. how high pitched and camp it was
1: Ugh. or for that matter Starscream from Transformers I, love starscream. Oh, I like Starscream yeah, yeah no bad like words yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I thought the sound effects were quite cool some of the in, not too often but you heard like a sound effect moving the game in the cartoon so when you put your sword away it went like it made the sound in the game which was pretty cool um, oh my word Right, in Zelda games If you are full power Only when you've got Full hearts and full power no, Not even a quarter heart's gone You can shoot a laser At your, your sword, yeah? You can, like a laser beam Like a, like a blue beam of energy okay. Which, you know Let's be honest You don't often have Because you might have 20 hearts If you've got 19 hearts You're going to keep fighting I don't know who This Link character is But he must have Full hearts 24-7 Because he doesn't Use his sword Like a sword He just uses it Like a gun He just His pink laser
1: that's the stupidest criticism. I've ever made, it's a cartoon. It's not gonna be like, a, mean, like uh, a direct representation of the Zelda game. Full
0: hearts, twenty four seven.
2: Yeah, I oh, know. Um, so that's not linked into the game. We
1: watched the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs>
2: that was not like the game. Um, oh my boy, so When he goes,
1: oh boy,
2: smooching time.
1: <laughs> That was a great line. Not my favourite line. Um, do, you know, do you know my favourite line? The
2: entire. I've got a favourite line. Okay, go on. When when I I think um, there's this big. I think it's from the second episode. There's this big water flood, or they, 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 there's water flooding down the stairs, and Lincoln's like, "Go down the stairs," you know, like like a, like a water slide, basically, and he's like they basically said is that what you call a royal flush <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is class it was
2: classy that was good Rob what's your favourite line
1: um, actually I'll get on to mine when I'm kind of going in my so I actually quite liked it but I'm right. going to let you finish there's an
2: episode where this, is, this white knight turns up, really pompous yeah, he's, he's not movie. in any games I was like who is this character he's not in any games but <laughs>
1: uh, the... I, no hold on a sec just because <sighs> like you think the game is the entirety of the universe the universe is much bigger than that Adrian you have to mm. accept that hmm?
2: Anyway, obviously, there are no
1: other kingdoms?
2: Zelda is (laughs) smitten for this knight. It's it's like, oh yes, look at me. And he's blonde haired as well. So I thought that was ironic. This new knight turns up. I thought he was a
1: bit Aryan nation. yeah, Yeah,
2: he was a bit. And then, Obviously, Zelda's a bit confused. He said, oh, this is, this is my friend, Stink. I mean, Link.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Zelda definitely wanted some of the White Knight.
2: Right. But, then, but you know why? Obviously, he <laughs> wouldn't get dirty. He wouldn't go in the swamp and help her. Um, do you know what? There was a few characters in the game, enemies, that I thought, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. So there was an Octo-Rock. Uh, Octo. No, they are called Octo-Rocks. So octopuses that shoot out rocks. That's cool. There were Lionels. There were obviously uh, Boblikins as well. Um, it was pretty good. But blimey, Link is such a spoilt brat in this cartoon. Do you know what I think?
1: No, not at all. Like, oh. do you, can I go on to?
2: Well, I've got a couple respond. of those things. I'll go on. So, the other people that do the voice of the chipmunks. Yeah, that's well, basically the voice of, of Sprite. It's so irritating. Okay. Yeah, um,
1: but you mean as in like they kind of just turn the they sped the it up? Yeah, turn oh, up the yeah. pitch. Yeah.
2: Um, I quite like the episode where Link turned into a frog so that was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) And spoiler alert to turn back to normal he had to get a kiss from Zelda so he finally got a kiss. No he
1: didn't get a kiss from Zelda. (laughs) No he didn't. Did you even finish watching the episode? (laughs) I got distracted by that bit. Um, No basically what happened in the episode Adrian, (laughs) was that um, they were going to get a kiss she agreed to kiss him but it got interrupted like it always does. Yeah he did. And basically like um he, like, the fairy goes, like, oh, no. Like, Spike goes, oh, no. Like, I'm so sorry. she kisses him, like, yeah. without knowing anything. And then, like, he turns back to normal. He's like, they say afterwards, how, like, how did that happen? And she just and she says, oh, yeah, my dad is king of the fairies. So, technically, I'm a princess. Oh, fair enough.
2: <clears> um, so it all
1: makes sense, Aid hey, if you just pause
2: watching. Look, I don't like it. Um... And, the, and the, the catchphrase. Are we going to talk about the catchphrase? I love
0: the
1: catchphrase. <laughs> go, on, go on, do it. Well, excuse me, princess.
2: <laughs> I, I don't, He said that, not every episode, truthfully, but the vast majority of episodes I watched, he'd always come up with that line.
1: <laughs> you know that's actually a meme? That's the most famous bit of that cartoon art. It became a, a very popular meme a few years back. And do you know whose catchphrase, do you, like, do you know whose catchphrase it is? No. Obviously not links because no, um, doesn't that, was talk. Long, that was 30 years ago. It's not my catchphrase, Adrian. I'm going to say that in every episode of this, from now on. <laughs> well, excuse me! <laughs> it's, oh. it's either that or, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh
2: now look, Keith, I went in watching this cartoon with an open mind. Button. You
1: liar, you did not have an <laughs> open mind.
0: <laughs> His fingers being pointed oh. everywhere.
2: You know what? The animation wasn't particularly good. Um, the, the, some of the fight scenes, they're just stupid. Um, like I said, he never uses his sword. It's, it's like a gun. He just uses it as a gun. Boop, boop,
1: boop, boop, boop. But why would you use a sword when you use a gun? <laughs> that's, true,
2: that's true. Because in the games, you don't often have that ability.
1: <laughs> but if you could, you would use it. Yes. But you, There you go. Yes. <laughs>
0: if you think of Link, you think of the sword,
2: right? So you make use of the sword. Oh. Because the sword fires lasers. <clears throat> Yeah, look, no, it's annoying as well because obviously I wanted it to be good. I have to watch the episode, last episode, probably see what happens did, did, did to finish.
1: I didn't get round well to watch the oh. last episode. I did watch about seven or eight though. Yeah, uh, which yeah, I gotta say I liked it. Like I don't. Yeah, love- but- Link doesn't talk in the games. I know you can't really do a cartoon. Like, Yeah, you can't do a cartoon with the main character when no one in the game talks. But no my, my final talks.
2: statement, Rob, is that I can understand why Link doesn't talk in the games if he does talk like that. Because he's a, it's annoying.
1: Okay, number one. Okay, yeah. I thought the cartoon as a whole was quite good. Not great, but for the standards of that time and the low budget, quite good. It was a lot better than the Mario cartoon. Okay. I can tell you that for sure. Um, I actually quite like the characterization of both Link and Zelda. Like, I like the way that kind of that and kind of dynamic worked off each other. Yeah. You felt like there was a spark. But um, mm. also, I like the fact that Zelda could actually handle herself. And she wasn't mm-hmm. like some helpless like princess who couldn't do anything. She would actually get stuck in the action. She wanted adventure. Um, she was a bit snooty, though. I have to agree with Sprite on that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of say Link is spoiled. But... At the end of the day, he would rather go up, be out and adventuring He's only there to take care of the Triforce because Zelda asked him. But does she treat him with respect? No. Right. Like, whenever there's not been an attack for a while, she goes like, oh, you got to do some chores and clean up the castle. <laughs> yeah, and you pretended to be sick. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs>
2: and basically, I love the voice acting. They just want this...
1: Yeah, I'm sick. I can't <laughs> clean <laughs> I can't clean Zelda. That happens in more than one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and but like yeah, I like Link. Uh, he basically not only does he try and get a, a kiss from Zelda That's every episode, he but he, he also like tries to shut up every other woman he he in that. the show. He does. He does. He does, yeah. I just thought like he was cocky, but you you know, he he was good at what he did. He was he could like handle himself. He usually oh. kind of beat uh the other kind of villains. But he was also, like, working class. He wasn't, like, the White Knight. Like, some kind of, like, yeah. princely guy who was, wouldn't save Zelda because he was afraid of getting wet. No. Like, And also, I actually... <laughs> I would agree with you. I like the fact that both in this and the Mario cartoon, there are sound effects from the actual that kind of games. Cool. Yeah, and actual real-life kind of enemies. Even the Mario cartoon had a lot of the real-life yeah. enemies in there. And Zelda... Even though I've obviously never played the games, I could tell they were actually...
2: There were nods. There were the current, char- you know, the enemies were there. There were nods. The idea of Zelda games more obviously, obviously, of course. You know, it's not time travel, is it? But yeah,
1: yeah. I thought like the characterization in general was good. I thought the king was a bit like the King of Zelda's uh, oh. daddy was a bit weak. I mean, you can see this. The dreadful CDI version. The animation was kind of based on the cartoon, but really much worse. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, I actually quite like Ganon. Like Ganon is a lot like Cooper, like a typical eighties kind of cartoon yeah. villain. He's not a ta- he isn't a tortured soul. He's always laughing and enjoying himself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he is. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> like he la- whenever he does something evil or sneaky, he just can't stop laughing.
2: <laughs> there was a great scene, remember, I think it was in the, in the first episode, where he's literally doing shadow boxing. Remember that? Yeah, I'm ready to fight Link. And just, and it, this scene lasted for like 10 seconds. That's quite long in the cartoon. Just... Ganon going, punch. I'm like, what is this? He's yeah. <laughs> he was smiling, He's happy about it.
1: He is so jovial. Whenever he does something especially evil, he always like, he literally throws back his head and goes, <laughs> yeah. and just laugh. It's yeah, brilliant, it's like, you, yeah. you'd want to go for a drink with Ganon, wouldn't you? Um, all
2: right, Skeletor, Ganon, or Mumro who would you have a beer with then?
1: Definitely Ganon. Oh, okay. Skeletor is too, I mean, he has that alliteration thing going on as well. He's just, Skeletor I feel like is too temperamental if kind of your drink came like a minute like, whatever late he'd first drop about it true uh, you true. know just antisocial in general yeah well no That's if you got a different view I mean like. Mummar spends all his time like decked on his bandages in the cave never going out it's and me, it's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> so you get on with Mum
2: probably so, um,
1: alright you can have Ske- no you can have
2: Ganon you can have Skeletor you're left with again um, with with um, what's his face Skeletor Skeletor, Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah, yeah 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 I don't want Skeletor the, and actually the Grumpy Skeletor Twitter guy is pretty
1: funny Yeah so, I like yeah, the Grumpy Skeletor yeah. um, So anyway How did the show as a whole do? Uh. Um, as I say We're now five days a week For 13 weeks With the merit uh, Blah blah it Lasted only one season But 65 episodes Still quite impressive right. I think Like more A lot more than I think Most of the kind of mm. cartoons Of the era went on for It was apparently also A ratings hit Like a big hit mm. Ratings hit mm-hmm. imagine one. at the time Especially in America Especially at the beginning, um, it, but as I say, it would only last one season, it would eventually transition into the Super Mario 3 cartoon, which we will cover at a later date, uh, mm-hmm. for the second season the following year, um, there were no live action intros for that, mm-hmm. I think, you could, I mean, like you I mean, you only watched a few, I think, Keith, yeah. but you could tell it already had a limited shelf life, that kind of thing. Yes, yeah.
2: I've, I've got a question they, could they have done like a live action Zelda bit at the start of the Zelda cartoon would well, that be clever
1: um, feels like it would be too difficult to get the budget yeah together. you'd have
2: needed a bigger budget yeah. also why, like that? <laughs> why would you want that <laughs> why would you want that why, why? to talk to you more. <laughs> something else to pick
1: obviously I- that's not like a with you. That's you in particular, Adrian. Yeah. Why would you want
2: that? Well, there's actually quite strong rumours that they might actually make a live-action Zelda uh, like TV show on, on Netflix, possibly. If they could
0: do something like The Witcher, then I can't... Don't
2: see why not. Yeah, but see not. there'll be a lot of Zelda nerds like me, snobs, going, well, technically, Link shouldn't be talking. Technically... <laughs> Maybe they could do it as a choose-your-adventure thing. Oh, that would be right brilliant. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, you got to say it ranks above the cutscenes in the CDI Zelda game. Yeah, like yeah.
2: That. I guess one day we should do we t- talk about that the CDI games. And
1: is therefore the best representation of Zelda outside the games. You can't disagree with that. You can't deny it.
2: <laughs> oh, is there any other? Are there books or anything? There's, there's. I think there's comics. I think um, they have got like compendiums and stuff, like official books. But
1: no, I, they don't. No one cares about Zelda outside the games. <laughs> like,
2: how dare it's you? It's a boring oh, character. doesn't
1: even talk. Oh.
2: Yeah, but his action does all the
1: talking, I would say. It's a, ner- it's a nerd game. RPG's a nerd game. It's not, it's not even an
2: RPG. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> nerd
1: game. Look, Keith, hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In one RPG, apart from... That's ever really... Uh, maybe Final Fantasy, but... It's I'd more of an that. action
2: adventure, but anyway, yeah.
1: I mean, Mario... Like I would say, in terms of the non-gaming kind of stuff from Mario, I would say below the Super Mario 3 cartoon which we will do later date but obviously much better than the film oh yeah
2: but we kind of liked the film didn't we after watching it
1: no it was terrible yeah. oh I put it like little oh okay no every like every film we've covered in every episode has been awful apart from maybe Double Dragon we accept we agreed that was okay <laughs> or at least better than we thought it was going to be <laughs> well, yeah that's not, yeah
2: the bar was quite low for that one <laughs> truthfully <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think maybe the main achievement of um, Super Mario Bros. Super Show is that it brought, after a five-year kind of hiatus, brought the mm-hmm. video game adaptation thing back in yes. there. There would be a few uh, after that, including one that actually debuted five days after Super Mario the Super Show. But that's a story for another time. Um, I just to sum up, uh, anyone, final thoughts? I, I just got a question. Do you think
2: the cartoons might have helped push sales for the games? Maybe. I think it's quite clever by Nintendo. I think the hand in hand thing definitely
1: yeah. works, on. Well, it's yeah. interesting because um, that at the time. like well, that when, was when did it come out? What day was it? What day was September it? 89, three months before The Wizard came out. Oh. So I think at this point, um, Nintendo, and there was obviously the show we were going to talk about at a later date, which. I'm not going to say what it is.
2: So by then, link only Zelda one and two would have come by then. I should, and also the yeah. Game Boy game, but not not a uh, link to the past. And, no, or, not yet. so so actually, and Mario
1: Brothers three
0: wouldn't have been out yet.
2: So that was, yeah, I think that came that's, out. That's before, Still a bit of a. I know that not in
1: America. Games, yeah, Mario Brothers three didn't come out until 1990. No, America. I think it might have been 91. So oh, you, really? you could argue. I think it's yeah. it's
0: something we probably mentioned at some point in the past. If it was nearly two years after the Japanese release.
1: I mean, if they released a cartoon in 1990... One I think the Mario, Mario 3 cartoon was 1990. Yeah. So. Again, though, if it had... i fact-check I mean, there's no way it would have been 91. They just wouldn't have made Rob, sense.
2: That's quite interesting, because obviously I'm not saying Mario 1 and 2 weren't big. They were popular. But but by then, I know that the first two Zelda games were popular, truthfully, but they weren't the, the, the big staples in their gaming library right by then. And there's still a bit of a gamble by mm. by the company to do this.
1: That's mm. true, but I mean, if you're Nintendo, what are the IPD for you It's really going to that popular
2: I'm thinking da-
1: Kirby maybe I don't think so mm, yeah I mean I don't know I think what they did what they had to work with it was pretty good the whole thing I think was if not good at least charming like, yes Yeah. maybe you don't agree with the Zelda cartoon even because I can see but you don't agree <laughs> but Having, like, It
2: was entertaining. I had fun watching it with my kids. And, like, and we were like laughing, going, oh, that's not in Zelda, but that bit is. Oh, look, there's Lionel's there. Ly-
1: <laughs> I'd say, as someone who yeah. watched almost every cartoon in the second half mm. of the 80s, because I'm the right age, yeah. and probably early 90s, yeah. I'd say above average. I enjoyed
0: it. I enjoyed it. I definitely think it's worth people checking out. On, if they didn't watch it, it's worth checking out on YouTube just to get a feel for it. And if they do remember seeing an episode or two, it definitely brings back some... Some memories it did for me. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcadeattack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness